Welcome to Opening the Door podcast. Join me as we unlock the door to our psychic and mediumship abilities. Today, you'll hear a conversation I had with our pod BFF, Anthony Lights. We chat about pride, spirituality, and how they work together, and of course, some fun witchy spiritual pride celebrations that you can add to your month. Enjoy, and remember, don't be afraid to open your door. This week's episode is sponsored by our friends by Modestine a lifestyle wellness brand promoting self-care and healing through tea rituals and traditional mindfulness practices. Use code BYMODESTINE for 15% off your next order. I have personally tried a few of these blends and they are delicious and beautifully blended and they feel so spiritual. I'll put the discount code in the show notes for you. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Opening the Door Pride Cast Edition with Anthony, of course. Who else would we be pride casting with? Literally who? Honestly, if you could just answer that question for me real fast, who the fuck else would you be doing this with? Nobody comes to mind. (laughs) (laughs) We're obviously, we're really excited to do this episode. I texted Anthony a few weeks ago. And just as I was saying before we hit record, the podcast last year started in August. So I sort of missed the general pride month. So I'm excited to do something and acknowledge it and like, you know, just make sure everybody knows where obviously we stand on the big, big support for all all pride and and everybody's types of uh, identifications. If we could, we should word it like that. Rainbow Alphabet Mafia. We are here. We are queer and you better get used to it. Hell yeah. (laughs) So exciting. So let's just, I guess, okay. I think the best way to start this off is just sort of like start with our own identities. Um, Anthony, Mm -hmm. do you want to chat a little bit about your own identity? My name is Anthony Lights with a Z and I am a flaming homosexual married to my husband um we have been together for over five years now and it is amazing i have been out since i honestly it's gonna sound crazy since i was 22 years old um and i say it sounds crazy because i feel like nowadays uh, kids are walking around in high school like gay and i'm like whoa i couldn't even imagine that because i went to a high school my graduating class was 60 people (laughs) so Tiny, I couldn't imagine holding hands with another man in high school. Uh, I mean, I probably did while I was in high school, but I didn't, couldn't imagine actually doing it. So, but yeah, gay here. <laughs> I'm very, very proud, very proud. I'm gay here. Gay here. Hello. Thank you so much for sharing that. And yeah, I just want to point out, yeah, like I'm, I'm honestly kind of jealous of the way and I'm so happy for the way that like younger generations get to experience their sexuality in a much more healthier understanding way in most situations obviously we know there's like a lot of shit going down in the U.S. based on this too but Mm -hmm. um yeah it is it's cool to see that people are able to understand and and be out and open and happy with their sexuality at a younger age absolutely um that segues perfect into me my identity which is I am (laughs) a bisexual woman married to a straight man. So obviously I'm in a sort of, I guess like a straight presenting or straight relationship, if you can say that, but I am a bisexual woman. And yeah, it's kind of been an interesting little journey. I'll share just a little bit because obviously I, I mentioned this to Anthony before we started, but I don't want to make this like 
you know, the whole, the whole long story, but basically it took me a while to understand my sexuality and, and what being bisexual meant to me and what it really was. So yeah, I don't, I don't really know what else to say other than that. Like it, it took a bit, I didn't really realize until a little bit later and that's okay. And if you're in that situation right now, um, I just want you to feel seen and like whatever your sexuality is on the spectrum that you are and whatever type of relationship you're in right now in one or not like you're you know a completely valid and whole human human yes I think that um and Haley I am going to drag something out of you real fast for the listeners because I think it's so cool but before we go into that I have to um I have to talk about how piggybacking off of what you just said um and I'm gonna try to find my words here I feel that there was a point in time in society where we we got put into a box. Humans got put into a box and it was, this is how your relationship is. This is how you're supposed to grow up. This is where everything goes. And I think that's one thing that I, even today as a 30, almost 35 year old homosexual who is married to a man and still realizing is that we, we kind of get to break out of that box. We get to break out of that mold and we get to do things the way that we want to. So then the reason why I say that is because when I'm, before we hit record, um, you kind of told me this little story that I was just, I'm just like, it actually kind of, it makes me kind of tear up a little bit because I just think it's beautiful. And I don't, I hope you're okay with sharing it with people, but I, I want you to talk to them, maybe say a little bit more about how, you know, your, how Angel kind of helped you to realize like your, your heterosexual partner, you know, of the opposite sex helped you to kind of open your eyes to, you know, who you are. Is, yeah. is that okay? Is that too yeah, much? Yeah, totally. Party? Yeah. <laughs> so basically the story I told was I, and I have like such a vivid memory of it. I was talking to my now husband who was at the time, you know, just my boyfriend in college and I don't even know how this came up. We were just talking in his kitchen and I was like, I basically, it was like I was having a mini epiphany in front of him. I was like, yeah, I had a crush on this girl in fifth grade and I didn't understand. Um, And obviously I've mentioned in past episodes, like I did grow up in like a churchy, um, you know, background and community. and, And obviously that was not talked about at all. And I remember having like these feelings for this girl and being so confused because I was like, oh, I have the same feelings for her as I usually feel for like when I have a crush on a boy. And I was so confused. And I guess I just let it go or something. And I just like let it allowed it and then it faded. But uh, because it was it was a it was at while I was at camp. So we weren't really around each other in real life. It was just a summer camp time thing. That's um, a stereotypical, like, right. <laughs> little moment. I love that. <laughs> and it was an all girls camp. So funny, but yeah, so that was like, and then he, I don't know. I just remember him in the kitchen being like, yeah, like, it sounds like that sounds like being bisexual. Like it sounds like, and I was like, yeah, I think I am. <laughs> that is so cool. So I just love that because I love that your husband, um, your then boyfriend, now husband kind of helped you to open your eyes and kind of you know, start to embrace that. And I want to say most of the listeners who are of the queer variety will understand a little bit more than the heterosexual listeners where, you know, when you grow up in a place like Haley, you and I grew up um, and you have those feelings, like, you know, as a little girl, not a little girl, but a young person at a summer camp, or maybe even like for me, it was a little boy. I remember watching Top Gun and um, Roadhouse and seeing like Patrick Swayze and Tom Cruise and being like, (gasps) 
I want to be just like them and not realizing that it really wasn't that I wanted to be just like them. I just, you know, and you know, you kind of, you kind of put that away. Like you hide it and you, you go into, for me, I always tell people I'm, I'm the queen of denial. And, you know, I feel like that's, it seems very linear to what you said, you know, what you experienced and how you kind of just kind of wake up to it a little bit more later on when I feel that you are ready. So I think that's a beautiful story and I appreciate you sharing that. Thank you. Yeah. And thanks for dragging it out of me. As you said, I I do appreciate that. And yeah, yeah, I think, I don't know. I just hope like other people feel seen in whatever identity and relationship that they're in and you're, you don't have to explain yourself to anybody. Also, that was another thing when I sort of came fully into understanding and knowing that part of myself, I was like, should I like officially like come out? Like, should I, like, what does that look like? And then I just really sort of realized for myself that that's just whatever I want it to look like, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's only people's business if I want it to be. And if it needs to be for whatever the hell reason, but yeah, so just know also, like, if you're listening to this and you're like grappling with any of that and wondering what's next for you in terms of anything like that, that, um, you, you never have to like make any announcement if you, if you don't want to, it can just be part of you. And, and that's that it's just you. And you know what, it doesn't have to be like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like for us, it had to be an announcement, right? For me, it had to be an announcement because I grew up in the world, but I feel like it doesn't, it doesn't have to be an announcement. You don't have to tell people anything because it's just who you are, you know? So Mm -hmm. that's, I, I fully agree with that. If you want to make it an announcement, make it an announcement. If you don't want to, don't fucking do it. So either way, you are loved, you are appreciated. And I'm excited for this podcast, man. <laughs> Me too. Oh, it feels really nice to have that conversation with you. And like, I know it's going to be in front of a lot of people soon and next week. We're, we're recording this June 8th and this will be out next, whatever the next Wednesday is. So it'll be out in the world soon. And like, yeah, there's nobody else I'd rather be chilling and talking about this with so virtual hug from florida yeah <laughs> so okay let's talk about what it's like and i feel like you might be able to speak to this a little bit more based on like people uh people's now understanding of like my little story but what is it like for you sort of like identifying the way you do in the spirituality space have you found that it's different than if you would have been identifying as straight you know i feel like there's so much queer representation in the um metaphysical world namely pagan witchcraft where where i kind of reside a little bit more i do also feel like as a medium um and i feel like a lot of psychic mediums a lot of people who are more sensitive they kind of grow up in a a very tumultuous way and so i feel like that also might be a reason why there's a lot of like lgbtqa people who are in this magical world because you know we were made a little bit more sensitive and we were kind of in that realm. And so we're also a little bit more embraced in this world. Um, So I would say that, you know, there are still a lot of weird things, a lot of weird societal things, even in the witchcraft world, in the, um, you know, the pagan world that, you know, you still have to navigate, but it's not nearly like, it's more of like a, there's no like, go- you're not going to hell, first of all. So that's an exciting thing. So that was, that's something that I really liked. But I, I definitely feel like it was, I, I don't know, I, I kind of said this before too. We keep talking about everything we talked about before we started recording. But, <laughs> you know, I feel like, um, I feel like the more I embraced my spirituality, the more I was able to embrace my homosexuality and myself in there. And not just like being gay, but also like 
the things that I know this is going to be weird, but at TMI, but I also feel like being able to express myself sexually ex- in loving my body and, you know, all these aspects to, you know, being a human that I think that even in the heterosexuals, I guess people might have issues with too. Like, I feel like as a gay man, you're already deemed taboo for being gay. Now you have to think about all of the things that, you know, as a gay man that I find pleasurable or find exciting, you know, that is even more taboo. And I feel like spiritually speaking, because of my spirituality, I was able to kind of be like, Hey, that's okay. You know, that's, that's not, it doesn't, it doesn't need to be normal or not normal. I'm not talking like, I'm not into like too many freaky things, but, and if you are, (laughs) please, by all means, but I definitely, you know, I just think it's really interesting to see that, like, you know, mainly for me, it's, it comes down to like my body. I don't know if I'm spiraling here or going on a, on a um, tangent, but like, I feel like, you know, being a homosexual male, being a gay man, you know, I think that we, there's like this whole Adonis um, expectation. And um, that's something that I have struggled with, like personal, personally. And I feel like being a queer man or a homosexual, a gay man in the spiritual world that I live in, um, that spirituality and that, that pagan aspect and tradition and the things that I do with my spirituality has helped me to come to terms and not come to terms but embrace and love myself a lot more. So, um, I hope that answers your question. I just like fucking spiraled on that. (laughs) Totally. Yeah, no, it definitely does. And I think you touched on something really important that I also wanted to touch on, which is, yeah, I think, I also, as I came into this identity of being like a witchy psychic medium over the past, like however many years when I just started to listen to podcasts and do stuff on my own before I started reading anybody else or taking classes or anything like that. Yeah, it really encouraged me to like be okay with all the rest of me too. And Mm -hmm. I think that's the cool part of it. It's like, it's like a homecoming when you sort of go into your spirituality and it opens up a lot of other things for you to just be okay with about yourself. And I think, especially the way Anthony, you and I talk about spirituality, it should always be your own. It should always be unique to you. And that goes the same with all the rest of your identity. And just as we talked about earlier, like nothing needs to be explained to anybody else unless you want to. Mm -hmm. And I think those two things like, uh, gender identity and sexuality and spirituality really go hand in hand in that way and working with your own spirituality can sort of encourage you to be okay with the rest of yourself and kind of just say like I don't need to explain myself to anybody which no you don't have to I you know what's funny is I I I I want to talk about this because you know your podcast is all about like developing yourself spiritually and your psychic abilities and your mediumship abilities. And I feel, um, so in my mediumship explorations group that I, that I, um, host or lead or whatever you want to call it in the very first meeting with them, I told them, I was like, you know, as we work through these workshops and as we do these things, you know, you're going to find that things are stirred up on the inside. You're going to have probably have some things that you're going to have to work through. And I feel like for queer people, when they start developing psychic abilities or mediumship, especially, I feel like both in general, but I feel like mediumship for some reason, it stirs shit up inside of you so much because you, it kind of brings you to awareness of those quote unquote shadow aspects, you know? So like you and I had said previously, all the denial and all of the 
um, stuffing away of those feelings that we didn't understand when we were younger because we and that we were told we're not okay. You know, we might be living it now and like be embracing it now, but there's still that hurt little child in there that needs needs a hug, you know? And so I feel like as you develop these, that's another huge thing about when you become more spiritually aware and you start developing these abilities and these these um, connections, psychic uh, mediumship connections, those things are going to be stirred up inside of you. And that's definitely something that I feel is part of the embracing, like understanding what it is and being able to step into your authenticity um, is so powerful. And I feel like that's where we start to really level up spiritually. So um, I, I love that. I, th I think that's spirituality. <laughs> yeah. Like just bringing up all the shadow stuff. I think, yeah, it's so it's going to happen. I think you're totally right. And yeah, I don't know if there's much more I need to say on that. I feel like that's like, we both yeah. just brought that into the world. We just yeah. birthed that idea so nicely. Just, yeah. You know what? <laughs> I think there's one aspect that want, there's one thing I'm going to add to this. If you, if this is something you're dealing with, if you, you are struggling with embracing your authenticity as a queer human or as just in anything, any aspect, and you're feeling lost and alone, please find somebody that you trust and love. And if you can't find somebody, literally feel free to DM me. I'm sure Haley's DMs would be open. And Absolutely. also write this shit down. You're gonna, I'm gonna say it now, every single podcast episode that I'm on with you, you're gonna hear it, journal. Journal these awakenings, journal these, these thoughts and things, put them down so that you have them. And so that you can, that'll be like a way of getting it off your chest. Okay, I'm just saying, journal it. Yeah. it makes you feel better. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Both of our, you know, DMs on IG and wherever the heck else you can find us um, are totally open. Absolutely. Um, yeah, definitely very important to say. Lovely. Well, should we talk a little bit about like pride celebration? It's June. It's like, we're full on pride. We're all rainbows here. Um, so let's talk about some things we can like mesh with spiritual witchy stuff and pride month. Absolutely. So my first thing is, okay, I'm, I'm just going to take the reins here for just a second. Wow. Do it. My, take the reins. My, my Mars and Aries is just going to take the reins here. Um, so I am currently listening to, okay, so there's a lot in, especially in the, um, the witchcraft community, there are a lot of queer authors. And one that I'm reading right now is Storm Fairy Wolf's uh, Satyr's Kiss. And so Storm is an author who is, I don't, I, he is actually in a relationship, um, I believe, and don't, I believe that he, Matt Oren, Devin Hunter, and I, I'm not sure if they're, they're all like in like a, a big, like polyamorous relationship, which is so interesting to me. I love to learn about that. Um, and that's another one of those aspects of just breaking the molds of society, which I just fucking love. I'm like, Whoa! like yeah. me and my husband are monogamous. I'm super happy. I love it. I love him. I love what we have. I just love that, that it, everything is so different and we embrace it. So, um, yeah. A, that was a tangent. And so anyway, so I am reading a book that he wrote, Satyr's Kiss. And, you know, he talks so much about queer identity and celebration. And one of the things that he puts in his book that I love is talking about erecting, <clears throat> pun intended, <laughs> a, a, um, a pride like altar honoring the rainbow dead, you know, people who really fought for our rights and fought to make it so that we can celebrate pride and that we can be married and can, you know, 
just be ourselves. And so I thought that was something that was really fucking cool to, to talk about is erecting a pride altar. So, you know, what does that look like for me? Obviously my altar cloth is probably going to be something bright and color, colorful and flamboyant. You know, I will absolutely have for me, because I am a gay male would have a, um, some sort of depiction of like the horned god, the god, the Greek god Pan or Karenanos. Really, Pan is more of like the gay, like dude, man, <laughs> deity for, for gay men. But you know, that there. And then also, you know, having any sort of like pictures of people who, you know, really fought for, for gay rights. You know, Marsha P. Johnson, you know, who is known to be like the head the person who started there were Stonewall riots, which actually, I actually learned that she actually didn't start it. She was just there and, you know, brought, she brought the brick and the second day apparently, but um, that's besides the point. She still fought and was an advocate and really did a lot, you know, so things like that, like setting those things up there and lighting a candle for them to honor that and honor those who came before us and honor those who are working even now, because I feel like we came so far and then, we are now being put into a place where we have to fight really, really hard. Um, and I, I don't think we had to stop fighting hard. I just think it's like really hard right now, if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. honoring that kind of stuff and like giving that energy, giving that light and power and, you know, just kind of putting those those blessings out there for for our fa- friends and family, you know, things like that. So I think that's an amazing pride celebration thing. <laughs> oh yeah, I love that idea. And I also love that you mentioned like if you feel like you can't do a pride altar for any reason, just reading a book by any like LGBTQ author is such a great thing to do. And like if you need to be sneaky, you they're like who it's an author. Nobody's probably gonna Google them, you know? So Absolutely. go ahead and support people's books is such a great way to actually give money to and support people in that way as well, which is awesome. Ooh, and I have a tip for you guys. I recently became the proud owner of a library card. <laughs> I know. Get this. So you can get a library card and you can download apps like Hoopla and Libby. I like Hoopla a lot. And you just put your library card, you sign up with your library card and you automatically have access to so many audiobooks. So, and that's how I am listening to Seder's Kiss. I'm also listening to Raymond Buckland's um, Spirit Communications, which by the way, Haley, I would totally listen to that if I were you. It's so good. Um, But in any case, that's besides the point. But yeah, so queer authors, I wrote, I have a little tiny list here of, of queer just people that I could think of right off the bat um yeah um, go ahead storm fairy wolf obviously matt matt Oren, scott cunningham who is like trailblazer for you know wicca witchcraft kobe michaels yeah he's yeah a we'll have kobe uh side note we'll have kobe on the uh podcast in a few weeks so everybody just stay tuned he's awesome just people like that I know there's probably so many more I just like literally wrote them down as we got started I should have I should have like sat over here and looked at all my my books and everything like that and to see who I have but those are the ones that are right off the top of my head so those are some great authors for you yes what are perfect what I love it celebrations okay sure. I have I have one idea that I definitely like want to do for myself and it will it will have to be I have to go out and buy a mug for this specifically but something that I've been doing lately in my own practice is like and I just call it magic tea because that's really fun I think we can do like 
magic queer tea or however you identify. So basically what I'm going to be doing is first of all, I need to get myself a rainbow mug. I feel like that's very important and I'm obsessed with mugs. So I never am mad about buying a new mug. Mm -hmm. I have way too many. Actually, me and my husband both love mugs. We have so many fucking mugs. It's insane. (laughs) So I need to go get myself a rainbow mug. And then like, I would just love to make some magic tea in the spirit of pride. Mm-hmm. You know, so basically what I would do is I would brew whatever herbal tea I feel represents, probably flower tea, I would say. There's this wonderful brand that I love called Katie Did Hill, and they make a flower tea. It's called flower tea, and it's so fucking good. So I'll just plug that really quickly. But I'm going to make myself some flower tea, and then I stir my like intentions and my love into it through either like a little elixir that I have or like some local honey. So basically what I do is I take my little spoonful of honey and I stir in whatever intention that is or whatever affirmation that is. And I feel like I would just make it super simple. Like I am proud of who I am. So, so easy for pride, you know, and then Mm -hmm. sip that out of my little rainbow mug and just like be happy and proud about who I am, you know? Oh, I love that. It's very um, sympathetic magic, like era. I love, I mean, I don't know why I said era, but whatever. One way, one thing is that I think is very important with pride celebration, obviously safety first, right? Um, Always be safe, especially, I mean, I live in Florida and even in St. Petersburg, Florida, where I live, it's like, it's like the gay dome of Florida. Uh, I was telling you that too. But even then, like, you know, I am going to be taking lots of precautions, you know, just in case, but I still want to go out. And I think that one aspect of pride celebration, especially right now, is to glamify and I, I'm always about doing things with intention. So, you know, I will go out and I'll be wearing my crop top with my makeup and like a slate. I'll beat my face to God's glitter and everything. But then I also add in the, you know, the other things that I'm very proud of. I'll wear my pentacle necklace and I will, I will have my crystals on me and stuff like that. So I don't just go out and look super, super gay. I mean, I do that, but I also add in, you know, don't forget to represent all of the things that you're proud about. And, you know, I know this is going to sound really like maybe activism type activism mode here, but be loud about it. Be so loud about your pride in yourself and in your community right now, because people, I I don't want to say throw it in people's faces, but like people need to see how proud we are. And I think it's really important right now. You know, the other, the other thing I was thinking too, is like, you know, don't be afraid to go and, you know, Etsy or any, I don't know about Etsy, but anywhere that, you know, local, local businesses that are embracing pride with us, support, support, support. And if you don't have that around you and you need to go to your big box store and buy pride stuff, who cares? I'm going to be truthful with you. I understand that corporate, corporate America is just taking and taking full advantage of of the pride but you know what representation is representation and if fucking whatever walmart (laughs) everybody always makes fun of the target pride merch and some of it Uh is really funny (laughs) yeah and i know right now target is some target you know what's funny is the target that i shop at has everything out in pride like they did not take anything away so i don't know if that was just one target or a couple targets across america i don't know if you heard about that that whole conspiracy not conspiracy but the whole situation yeah which I agree with why people are pissed. I, I understand that, but my target has everything. So the target in St. Petersburg, Florida has all their price stuff out. So, but any, in any case, representation is representation. And even if they're taking advantage of it, good God, at least there's fucking rainbows everywhere. 
So be loud, enjoy it, be safe. Like those are, those are my little tidbits and don't forget to represent everything you're pride about. You know, I love it. Oh my God. Yeah. I love, I don't know if you've, if you do you go to pride up there. I've never yeah. been, no, I've never been. So my first time at pride was not until I came out when I was 22. I probably didn't go to my first pride until I was like 25, 26. And here in St. Pete, I'm not kidding you. It is just so amazing to see so many people, so many ages, just embracing their pride for their loved ones. People who are not, people who are not gay, even their allies out, you know, the way they dress and the way they express themselves and that I just love pride expression. I think that's where I'm going here. My, 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 um, my message here is pride expression is just my favorite, my favorite form of celebration. So even if you don't have a pride, get yourself fucking, yeah, you know, yeah, like express yourself. And I think you also just mentioned something like really important too. Like if you are an ally, yeah, you do your thing and help people the way that you can help as an ally, you know, and like, don't be shy about being an ally either because, there's so much allyship needed right now. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's so, so important. So if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I don't know if I can relate, but I am an ally. Like, okay, there you go. You're relating and like, go be a loud ass ally. Obviously like don't drown out other people's voices or anything like that, but like, yeah, be, be a good ally for sure. I think that's Absolutely. a good thing to remember in general in life, but especially this month, I would say. Absolutely. And, and a message to all of our beautiful allies out there. First of all, thank you. A. And second of all, I just want you to know if you're an ally and you feel uncomfortable, that means you're doing it right. And, and that means you're doing it right. If you are in a place and you feel it makes you feel any sort of weird discomfort, you're doing it right. You know, I mean, yeah, nobody wants to feel uncomfortable, but if you're in a place and you get upset or you get angry or you feel like, you know, thank you. Thank you for those feelings. Thank you for standing in those feelings and for embracing it and embracing us. That's, that's something that I, I can't express enough, you know? Yeah. I just want to say that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> love, love, love. So what are some similarities that you see between coming out as gay, homosexual? Like what, what's your, first of all, like, what do you prefer to what it call yourself and, and be called? Anything but the F A G word. Yeah. I hate that word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even like, even like when my, like if my husband says it jokingly, I'm like, I don't want yeah. that word. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. So what are, what do you see any connections or like any similarities between sort of like coming out of the broom closet, witch wise, and, <laughs> you know, coming out as, as gay for yourself? Oh, I honestly, I have to tell you it. I can't, I don't even know which one was harder because which one was more, I shouldn't say harder, scarier. I come from a, like the church that I went through with, with I went to go growing up was a Lutheran church, evangelical Lutheran church, John's evangelical Lutheran church. And, um, I mean, I was baptized and blah, blah, blah. Um, I even had a little moment where I was, I got baptized to the Mormon church. Did I, did I, did you know that? No, did you know that? <laughs> yeah. did that happen? <laughs> Uh, let's okay guys I'm a cancer and spirituality has always been a thing for me so I was told when I was very young and I had my crystals and my my books and my witchcraft books uh, my very first ever witchcraft book that I actually read through and everything was um Scott Cunningham's Earth Air Fire and Water and they found my family found that and then I got lectured on going to hell hell 
So I, they took all that shit away from me and scared the shit out of me. And then I was like, you know what? In high school, I was like, I'm going to be Mormon because I met this Mormon kid, blah, blah, blah. So that was another coming out of the closet. Anyway, so when I came out as a homosexual, uh, when I came out as gay, I was terrified. Oh my God, I was so scared. My little small town, but I had moved away at that point and whatnot. And when I did finally come out, my mom and dad were like, yeah, duh. <laughs> Which... I should have known because I, I did not, I didn't change anything Oops, about my personality. I still did musicals. I sang. I was, I, I, 2003, Wicked came out. In 2000, from 2005, that's when I saw it for the first time. Every day since then, I've sang Defying Gravity every single fucking day. Fucking love yeah, that. so think about that. Like, I'm coming out of the closet. My my dad's probably just thinking about all the times that I, he caught me belting Defying Gravity. <laughs> so anyway, coming out of the witch closet, the broom closet, I, the more I think about it, the more I feel like that was scarier for me because it wasn't until 2000 this year, honestly, that I put my name on things that I was putting my name out there as a psychic medium. I, everybody who had met me in my, in life now, they all really know, like now they all know it's like, I don't fucking care. But like, even in 2019, 2020, you know, the friends that I even had then, didn't really understand the level they knew I had tarot cards they knew you know they didn't understand that like on full moons I was putting my crystals out I was doing rituals they didn't understand that things like that you know um my my ex at the time you know I think that he kind of picked up on it because we used to stage the house and stuff like that but it wasn't until we kind of broke up that I really was embracing that aspect of myself again and it was a it was like I was trying to sneak under the radar, I guess. And so I think that really embracing my my mystical self, my magical self, the linear aspect there was how scared I was. I think I might have been more scared to come out of the closet as a witch than as a gay man. Yeah. Like, don't worry, guys. I'm still gay, though. Don't worry. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gay and a witch, okay? Yeah. yeah, come on. But yeah, I think that, I think that even like, I don't know, even like after, like I met, I remember meeting Jared and us going on our first date and then the second date being like, hey, uh, we're going to come to my house real fast, grab some stuff. And then we were going to go out to the beach. And I was just like, oh, by the way, when you see like my space, you're going to probably uh, have a, a couple questions. <laughs> he was so cool about it. He was like, okay, whatever, the crystals, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. Um, my mom likes crystals right now, but it's probably, you know, things like that. Like it was like, really cool so I'm just so blessed to have some of the most amazing and loving people in my life too who kind of helps me to just be like it doesn't matter <laughs> you know? yeah that's, that's awesome sorry, yeah that was- I feel like in terms of my like moving moving toward psychic mediumship and and all the things like you know witchy magical stuff that comes along for me with that I You know, my husband, when we were dating, definitely knew he's seen so many ghosts. If people are interested in like our story together, we have an episode on that. It's called Living with a Psychic Medium. I forget what episode it is, but you can listen to us talk about that. But so he always like believed in ghosts and stuff like that, which was really helpful. Um, I don't know if we would have continued dating if like he would have been like, oh, this girl sees ghosts. I don't know about that. But so that was really helpful. And then when I sort of started moving into this work, like really getting more serious about it, he has just completely flowed with it. And I also just feel so like he has just been so accepting and flowed with every 
little part of me that has like, you know, if we're going to use the word come out since we've started dating. So that's been really awesome. And as we've mentioned earlier in this podcast, if you're feeling unsupported or if you're feeling like you don't have that support, find your people for sure. Find your group that you can, your little coven that you feel like you can be with. And if you can't, our messages are absolutely open and just know that you are absolutely not alone. Even when you're alone, and especially if you're listening to this podcast, you might believe in guides and you might believe in angels and you might believe in the unseen. So just know that even when you feel alone in this world, there's a whole other field of energy that has not left you alone at all and that you can absolutely Absolutely. tap into. Absolutely. I I have a fun story that I want to share because we've said it now twice. Our DMs are open, always open. I actually had um, a young um, queer child, not child, but like teen message me one time and just send me all, you know, just their things, right? They were going through some shit. And I responded, of course, I was like, I'm not leaving you unread here. We're going to talk because I was that queer kid one time. And I, you know, I know what it feels like. And we chit chatted just a little bit. That's all, that's all it was. And, you know, they went off, they went on their way. And I, 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 this, I just couldn't believe it. I was up about two almost an hour and a half away from my house at a shop that I was reading at every once in a while. And this lady comes up to me and she says, Hey, are you the, are you the Arc diviner? That was when I was going by the Arc diviner, the Arc, Ara, Arc. Anyway. Um, and I said, um, yeah, my name's Anthony. And she goes, you have no idea who I am, but I just want to let you know, my son reached out to you on your Instagram and you just said some of the most amazing things to them. I'm, I'm, I'm tooting my own horn. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be like that, but I just want you to know it, it was, kind of, it just made me feel so good that I was able to connect with somebody and was able to kind of take the things that I was able to grow from and to, to heal from and pass that along. You know, yes. um, I think that that's, that's something that's so important. And, you know, for those of us who have been out for a long time now, you know, there are those out there who were where you used to be, you know, and I think that's really important. Yeah. So that's something I wanted to leave with you guys. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. This has been a lovely conversation. All the little magical things you can do for pride and help people get, get to know a little bit about us. How, are we missing anything? Is there anything else we should, we should, you know, pop in? This episode? I feel like I want to add one little tidbit here. There is, I feel like, an aspect of pride that I think that a lot of us, I, I'm, I'm including myself in the, when I say young, young gays, young LGBTQA people forget about, is um, we forget about all those people who came before us. You know, I know we talked about the rainbow dead and honoring those who died and who have died, who used to fight for us. There's a lot of those people who are still alive. And so I just feel, um, I mean, like, I don't know if it's appropriate to walk up when you're, if you're at a pride fest or a pride celebration and you see an, a, an older person there, I don't know that it's appropriate to walk up there and be like, thank you for everything that you've done. And, you know, but also I, I just feel like for some reason, it seems like a lot of young homosexual people, gay people, lesbian, transgender, any, in any case, it seems that there is not everybody, but there's a few that we, we tend to forget that 
we are so lucky to be where we're at now because of the people who came before us. So maybe make part of your pride celebration and your pride honor here to, um, or pride, pride celebration to honor the, you know, our LGBTQIA elders who really made it available for us to be who we are now today. I want to share a quick story with you guys because I think this is just beautiful. But when um, Jared and I went in to get our marriage certificate at the courthouse, our license or whatever, marriage license, I guess, there was two elderly men, um, one of them in a wheelchair who were next to us. And the one guy said, are you guys getting your marriage license? I said, yeah. And I said, how about you guys? What are you guys up to? And he said, we're getting our marriage licenses too. And I, even right now I'm getting like teary because I was just, I just thought to myself, like, God, when they were our age, they probably, they couldn't even think about that. They could not even think about getting married. And so to see these two humans just right there and like this, like be in that spot, I mean, that could, that must've been just incredible for them. So I just think that that is something that I want. I really want, if you take nothing from this episode, I want people to take that. Like, that's just important to me, honoring our queer elders who made it possible for us to be where we are today. So thank you. Sorry. No. Yeah. I love that. that. And just to piggyback off of that, like if you don't really want to go up to somebody and, and like Anthony said, like maybe we shouldn't be going up to people like that. But if you don't want to do that, I think it's totally appropriate to, if we want to get like witchy and spiritual about it, just send them some grateful and gracious energy, you know, mm-hmm. just send them a little bubble, a little, a little gratefulness energy bubble. And, and that can be that if, if that's all you want to do, but Absolutely. yeah, Anthony, thank you so much again for coming on as always, just being willing to come on the show and talk about anything. And I so appreciate you helping me into this, into this episode too. I, I, you can tell when I sort of start to talk about it, I sort of like, I'm like, "Eh, uh, uh, uh." so I really, I really appreciate you, you know, holding my hand in this as well. Yes. I will absolutely hold your hand. I'll hold everybody's hand. I have two (laughs) hands that can hold a lot of hands. Okay, guys. (laughs) All of our spiritual hands reaching out. (laughs) <laughs> yes big spirit hugs for everybody yeah thank you and Haley, you know i'm always happy to come on here with you i love it <laughs> thanks for listening to today's episode if you love the podcast and listen on apple please be sure to rate and leave a review if you want more from opening the door follow along on instagram at opening the door podcast have a question about psychic work or psychic development email opening the door podcast at gmail.com and you might have your question included in one of our future Q&A episodes.